Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya White.
And so I plan to attend. It's uh, February 23rd. And this year, guys, the annual banquet is going to be at Churchill Downs on Millionaire's Row. The guest speaker will be our own Louisville's own Master Chef winner, Jerron Hurt. And then the Youth Achiever of the Year is DuPont Manuel's own Elisa Leach. For tickets, call 502-587-7405. Felicia wants to thank you in advance because she knows that you are going to purchase those tickets. Listen, we have uh, our guest coming up, Minister Cicely Bishop. I want you, if you are in Lexington, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Bowling Green, anywhere close to Louisville, Kentucky, February 14th through the 17th, New Century Christian Church is going to have its love conference, and I'm going to bring on Minister uh, Cicely Bishop, who is going to tell us about this love conference, because February is love month, but every day we should be spreading love. Hello, Miss Cicely, how are you? I'm blessed. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm trying to stay cold. This weather is ungodly, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is, it is fierce it's outside. Un- I mean, yeah, it's, it's bitterly cold outside. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So, Cicely, New, Christ, uh, New Century Christian Church, the Love Conference. Tell yes. us the love about conference. it. Well, tell us well, who you are the first. Love Conference. I'm acting like you. Everybody know who you are. Tell us who you are first. <laughs> yes, I am a um, associate minister um, at New Century Fellowship Christian Church. Under my pastor is Pastor Savaskia Bray Pope, and uh, we are sensational pastor. Yes, sensational, wonderful. Let me tell you as yes. my sister in ministry, we are we have been ministering together a long time ago. She is one of the sensational. Yes women pastors, and I'm just going to say in this world, because she has a heart, a true authentic yes. heart for people. So you are under phenomenal, authentic covering. Yes. <laughs> I am so blessed to be under right her there. anointing. Yes, I am. Yes, yes, ma'am, I am. Um, under her leadership, she has, um, I'm truly blessed to be under her leadership. Yes, I am. She is a wonderful woman of God. Yes, yes. she is. So tell yes, us about is. this love conference, girl. I love the flyer, and I just love the love conference. Love conference. Is this your first one? The love conference. Yes, it is. It's the uh, first one we've held at uh, New Century. Um, God, uh, he was uh, when he dropped it in my spirit, he was like, and I asked Pastor um, if we can have permission to do this, and she was like, sure. And the idea was God wanted us to um, remember love, and he mm. wanted to remember the definition of love. So we're going to define love, celebrate love, and renew our love in that weekend for God's, for the love conference. Listen, so we're going hear, to. Did you hear Cicely say that? Say it again, girl. You just wrote, gave a good uh, slogan. <laughs> what y'all going to do? On these three days, we're going to define love, we're going to celebrate love, and then we're going to renew our love in those in this three-day conference. Excuse me, at the love conference. For couples. We're also, we're going to have a workshop on Friday, which is, I mean, on Thursday, which is actually February 14th on some people say Valentine's Day, but we're going to call it the Love Day, and we're going to have a workshop on Thursday from 6 to 9, and the the workshops is going to be for couples and marriage ministry, and we're going to have a workshop for the singles ministry because we need to know what it's going to be for a relationship um, with God. And so Y'all heard that? Relationship with God. 
first. Yeah. Because a lot of us <laughs> just want to go straight to the relationship with people. We ain't got no good relationship with God. Because once yes, we have we a good relationship with God, we're going to have what? A good relationship with ourselves, and it's going to filter out, right? Yes. And so we're going to define what love is. And, you know, that's in 1 Corinthians 13 to 4, what the definition of love is. So we will we will discuss that and with singles and marriage couples. And then, because, you know, God says, remember your first love, which is him. And that's in Revelation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to get back to that. So we're going to, that's going to be in the workshop. And then with our surprise guest, uh, minister, ministers, Mr. and Mrs. Stewart, will they will come Yay! and discuss uh, the book. Yes. Yay, so, listen. Let me give them some clapping effects if I can find it because I did not know that this was your first conference. So that is, they are my clients. They're coming out with a book called Just When I Thought, and so they are your opening guests, correct? Yes. There are. Well, they will be. They will wrap it up. They're gonna. Okay. Uh, we're gonna break out into the. We're gonna have like a light meal to start off at fellowship with one another. Break off into the workshops and then. They will finish us up. We will meet with them at the end. We'll come together, and then they'll have the flow at the floor at the end and tell us about oh, their their book. On that love yes. day. Now, yeah. is this is this conference free? No, it's actually okay. you get three events for single. A single person can purchase tickets for fifteen dollars. A couple is thirty. So okay. and um, so. Where are you gonna Thursday, go for you get thirty dollars on Valentine's Day? Nowhere, couples. Where are you gonna go? For <laughs> no. Come on to the love conference because you're and you get Thursday, you get workshops. Friday, you yes. get a gala, and Friday is the uh, that's when we celebrate love with a gala, and you get a a, a meal, and we're having a guest, um, Demetrius Nunn and Rua, which is his group, wow. and you get dinner and a dance, which is a gala from seven to eleven. And then Sunday, we're going to rest on Saturday, and Sunday we come back for a vow and covenant renewal. So you can renew your relationship with the Lord between you and yourself if you're single. And then, because what you learned Thursday is what you celebrated Friday, you're going to come back Sunday and renew it. And then you're going to, or you all married couples can renew their relationship and their covenant with the Lord. So that's the love conference. Wow. So where can people sign up? If you're in Lexington, and then if you're anywhere close to Louisville, you'll need to get to this love conference. It's the first one. Oh, my goodness. I'm coming. I'm coming. How do we get tickets, Cicely? You can. Uh, we have tickets on Eventbrite where a person can uh, purchase single tickets. Um, couples, uh, it's just single tickets on there. A person can just do $15, $15 for a single ticket. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a couple or a single person, just $15 straight out. Um, on Eventbrite, it's under love conference. Um mm-hmm. Or you can contact me at livebypurpose at gmail.com, and my phone number is 502-296-6167, and we have tickets available um, if you want to get tickets. And, again, it's $15 a single ticket or um, two uh, for a couple of 30, so we can reach out. All right. So if you need now, to contact me, that's fine, event right. And then oh, right now, right. you're going to be on here the next couple of weeks. We're going to promote, promote, promote because I did not know this was the first one. Now I'm going to really amp it up because I love first ones. And I just thought because the love conference and y'all just did it so exquisitely, exquisitely all your planning. And y'all got it going on over there at New Century. So I just thought this was just something y'all did every year. But this is your first one. So you're going to be on here the next two weeks, and we're going to uh, hopefully you bring some people who, uh, you know, some couples from your church to call in and chime in. 
and tell oh, what they yes, expect. Ma'am. Yes, I, I pray. I pray that we can. We will. Uh, we will definitely try to make that happen. And and um, uh, we pray. And um, and it's very. We're excited for our guest that's coming. Uh, Demetrius Gunn and Rua and the and the stewards. We're so excited. Pastor's excited. So we we praise God for his hand on this event. We thank you for um allowing us to um you know promote on your blog and we're excited for those that can make it and those that are praying for us and uh, we're just very excited for the partnerships with everybody. So we thank you yes. so very much. We thank you. I will be there. Uh and listen, y'all know I love y'all. Uh, and we're going to yes, have fun. Love you too. Um, and yes. so, yes, tickets on the Eventbrite. You're going to be on here the yes. next two weeks. And we may yes, be ma'am. giving tickets away. I don't know what the Real Talk Vault has. We may be giving some tickets <laughs> okay. away. So, y'all better listen. Okay. All right. All well, right. Thank you, Miss Cicely. I will thank you. Thank you. Okay. You have a blessed evening. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye bye. Now, well. listen. If you anywhere near Louisville, Kentucky, Valentine's Day, the Friday, the 15th of February, and then that Sunday, you've got to come. This is the first one, and you know Pastor Savaskia uh, Pope does things in exquisite excellence, and she is a prayer warrior, so you know they've already been praying for this thing. So we're going to have a love conference. The love is going to ooze out of each and every one of us who attend, and even those who don't attend, they're going to feel uh, a transfer of love so. Get your tickets to the Love Conference, February 14th, 15th, and 17th. Listen, we got some more great events going on around this world, and we have Miss Martha Cooper Hudson. Now, she is in North Carolina, a, a valuable person on social media. She's everywhere with her beautiful smile, her presence. And you know what? What grabbed my attention she has an I Am Enough luncheon coming up. Y'all know my book, Yes, I Am Enough. I released last year, and I'm going to release another one, a sequel. So I had, I said, what is this going to be about? So I asked her to come on and tell us about her luncheon and other things that she's having. So welcome to the Real Talk Studios for the first but not the last time. Miss Martha, how you doing? I am absolutely amazing. What about yourself today? I am wonderful, trying to stay warm in this teen weather. We keep going from 40s oh. to, to teens, and it's crazy here, but I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Yes, yes, it's the devil, I tell you. This I, weather I, here, ungodly. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> it is ungodly. It is ungodly. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, so, Miss Martha, like I said, you are a staple on social media, one of professional excellence and always engaged and empowering everybody. Tell us who you are and what your purpose is. Well, my name is Martha Cooper Hudson, as you said. Um, I am the CEO and founder of Rediscover Her. Mm -hmm. I'm a speaker, an author, and a life coach. And I work and teach highly driven women on a mission, how to Mm. stand up, suit up, and boss up in their purpose. Ooh, can you say that again? Because I love your specificity about who you gave it to. Please. Yes, indeed. I I work and teach highly driven women on a mission how to stand up, suit up, and boss up in their purpose. Y'all hear that Real Talk audience? How to stand up, suit up, and boss up. 
You just can't come to Miss Martha if you ain't ready to stand up, suit up, and boss up. Don't come with That's her right. with no okie doke stuff. I hear it in your voice, Miss Martha. They better, we better come to you for real, ready to work and ready to do what okay. we're supposed to do. Now, how long have you been doing this? I have been I have been doing this totally full time for the last six years. What? Um, I have been running from it for the last seventeen years. Wow. Don't we all run? <laughs> we do. We do. But you know said, God has do a way of bring you do. right back. Yes, he yes, will. Yes, he does. Wow. So you have you have many events. You your event I'll watch you, Martha Cooper Hudson. I watch you, I learn, I glean from you doing remarkable things. So what caught my eye is this, I am enough. And you know that's my mm-hmm. been my message this last year. I am enough. You're yeah. having an I am enough luncheon. But before we get to the specific luncheon, tell us the backstory behind this because it's always a, a reason why we have events and, and what why you're having this. Absolutely. Well, I am enough came about about let's see my daughter is 16 now so 13 years ago i had to come to the realization tanya that i was enough mm-hmm. and that what god had placed in me was enough to allow mm-hmm. his gifts to pull us out of the situation that we were in see at that moment my husband who was 40 years of age at the time he was fighting for his life with colorectal cancer at mm-hmm. the age of 40 Wow. I found myself six months in, my husband being the breadwinner in our household, I was a speech-language pathologist at that time. My wow. husband was a college professor, enjoying what, he did, enjoying what he did in his life. And then his job said, we no longer need you, because mm. they saw him as a, a liability versus an asset. Well, mm-hmm. at that time, Tanya, my, my back was in the wall because Mm -hmm. after medical bills from chemotherapy, radiation, and all of the things that we had to to utilize to keep a roof over our head, I found myself one day with a checkbook in my hand with nothing in it. And that very moment brought me to the realization that we had depleted everything that we had Mm. and that God made me go back and tap into the very dreams, goals, mission, and purpose that I had placed on the back burner because Mm. I was his wife, I was their mother, and I had to relive those dreams and realize what God gave me inside of me was enough. And I had to realize it, it was enough. And I had to realize, Tanya, that anything came after I am became my reality. Oh, say that again, Miss Martha. Anything that followed the words I am became my reality. Because mm, that's power in those two words, I am, and yes, whatever you put behind it. But the, the first two words, I am, and it comes from how you see yourself. Now, I know we That's were right. supposed to just talk about this luncheon, but you didn't you didn't came on here fired up and you didn't give gave us a word, so I got to ask you some more questions before we get to your luncheon. Why do you think that so many people put a negative or a, a de- self-defeating word behind those words I am? Why do we do that so much? Because we have been programmed so much 
to think that we cannot. And it goes back to, Tanya, when we were in preschool. I tell people it started when they told us to color in the lines. Mm. And when you think of a great artist, an artist used the entire canvas to paint and create his masterpiece without limits. So the limits was put on us way back then, and society, our parents, our life, just continue to do that. So we, instead of speaking where we want to go, instead of speaking those things in existence of what we want in our life, we tend to, I don't have enough money. I am broke. I am Mm -hmm. weak. I am not pretty enough. I am not uh, slim enough. I am not smart enough. And, you know, and I tell people all the time that when you reverse that and start speaking in the positive versus the negative, You start to tell God that you truly believe in what it is that he said you have. So my thing is is that he he tells us, God says to us, us, we can have anything we ask for. But we are so busy saying what we do not have. So therefore, how can he give us the very things that we ask for when the only thing we keep saying is we don't have? Mm. I am not wealthy enough. I am not pretty enough. I am not. Mm. What is that? Let's switch what is that. It? Yeah. So that leads us to this luncheon. Uh, you know, I don't think many people going to be eating if you talking and you all, all that you got planned because you didn't make me stand up in my office. I'm back <laughs> run around this office because you are talking powerful stuff right now. So what should people expect from the luncheon? It is, tell us the date again. The luncheon is February 9th. It's here in Charlotte, North Carolina. It is at Del Frisco's restaurant, mm-hmm. and and it's from 1130 to 230. And the gist and the premises of the luncheon is several things, but the major thing it is because it's the month of February. Yes. And women sometimes get really hard on themselves because society said they need roses and a box of chocolate to know yes. that they are worthy. Come on, And now. so – I decided to do that luncheon in February to let them know that they are enough. And Mm -hmm. I then decided to bring in three amazing men that was coming in, married, single, and um, and a divorcee, that was Mm -hmm. coming in to really speak truth in life, to let them know that you are more than enough just the way that you are. And when you start to feel and love who you are, it makes mm-hmm. it easy for them to love us. And so with that, and I choose, my luncheons are always at a five-star restaurant because I'm a five-star right. type of woman. <laughs> and and so, <laughs> so, so I like to show women that when you stop treating yourself like a buffet uh-huh. and you treat yourself like a five-star steak, Others will get in line to treat you the same way. Mm. So if you're not going to invest in you, then who, why do you expect others to do just that? Miss mm. Martha, look, I think, I think you just take this on the road now uh, because you are speaking so much truth. And I love the fact that you said you're bringing in men to speak and mm-hmm. pour in to women, mm-hmm. men who don't want anything, men who do are not uh, have ulterior motives, 
only thing they want to do is pour into the women because that's what's missing a lot in our homes and society is real men pouring into women uh, just because they are men and they are wanting to see the women rise up. So I love your concept of what you're doing. And uh, trust me, I know I'm five-star. That's why I tell people all the time. That's right. I treat myself the way I expect you to treat me. Because why? Because my heavenly father treats me five-star, and so did my earthly father. So why should I let you treat me any less? So mm, that was good stuff, Miss Mark. How can people who are around uh, North Carolina, you're in Charlotte, right? Yes, I am in Charlotte. And all they have to do, all they have to do is go to Rediscover Her Luncheons with an S dot com. Go to Rediscover Her Luncheons dot com and purchase your ticket. We still have tickets available. And let's know that you are caviar and that you go out and you treat yourself as such. You don't need to wait for someone to tell you that you are more than enough. You need to know that for yourself. And as I said, everybody else will fall in line. That is good stuff. Real talk audience, you've gotten million-dollar information. I thought Miss Martha was just going to come over here and tell us about her event. She didn't preach us into a frenzy right now. Miss Martha, <laughs> how can people follow you and see what you had to offer after a February 9th event? Listen, they can follow me on all of my social media platforms at Martha Cooper Hudson. And um, and I am challenging every woman that listens to actually join our Rediscover Her group on Facebook. And so you can follow me on Instagram at Martha Cooper Hudson, Twitter at Martha Cooper Hudson, and then you can join our Facebook group where I put a lot of valuable information and knowledge in there just for my awesome and phenomenal highly driven women. You can join me over and Rediscover Her group on Facebook as well. I love it. If Tell us again, who are you for? I love that. I'm going to write that down and say that every day. The, who are you for again, Ms. Yes. I teach and train and coach highly motivated women on a mission to stand up, suit up, and boss up in their purpose. All right, Miss Martha, we are definitely gonna have you back. We need we need about thirty minutes with you because uh, you got some power and some stuff inside of you that will unleash levels of phenomenalism. I call it that we need. Mm-hmm. So I am praying much success for your event. Uh, I continue to follow you, and we're definitely definitely gonna follow up with you to see if we can have you back real real soon. Okay. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me. You be blessed. You too. Oh, you too. Thank you. Listen, you guys, we have got to take a brief break before Mr. Magnificent come on because I don't think I can take uh, uh, Miss Martha and then back to back. Uh, Johnny Magnificent, we're going to take a little music break. We're going to be back in four minutes, and then you're going to meet the man from Dallas who is going to have you reciting. I am magnificent. Trust me. When I tell you, we will be back in four minutes with Real Talk with Tanya White.
Listen, listen, Tanya, I would, before I tell 
uh, them who I am. Let me tell them who you are. You know, every now and then someone comes in your life that is able to upscale, to leverage, to be able to push you up, push you forward. You, you need a cheerleader. You need somebody that's going to push you and not just tolerate you, but celebrate you. And when, yes. when you go on social media, when you go into the marketplace, they're there cheering you on. They're there lifting you up and saying wonderful, powerful, exciting things about you to push you forward. Because mm-hmm. in the true spirit of Zig Ziglar, it's, when you help enough other people to achieve what they want to achieve, you automatically get what you're looking for. So ladies yes. and gentlemen, boys and girls from coast to coast, like butter and toast, when this young lady comes in your life, when Miss Tanya White says that you're part of her tribe, that she has adopted you into her family of faith, I promise you, she's going to leverage you. She's going to lift you up. And I just wanted to take a public announcement to say thank you. Oh, Daddy Mac, you don't make me cry, but thank you. That is what my mission is. I love, I love, like you said, I love, what you say, up, up, upscaling people? Yes, because that's what we're supposed to do. I love it. Listen. I met you in May of 2018, and ever since mm-hmm. then, what have I saying? I am magnificent. I am magnificent. <laughs> tell us your background you know, because tell you. you, I know you are Omega Style Five, and that's fine. Oh, yeah. My daddy was of the black and gold, but we all. Okay, I, I well, hey, my daddy was of the, the crimson and cream, but you know somebody <laughs> had to make the dream become a reality. <laughs> Listen. But you are you are truly, truly magnificent, full of energy, full of vision, and full of making everybody believe that, yes, you can be anything that you put your mind to, but you've got to know that you are magnificent, first of all. what What is your background? Because I know before we get to do what we love to do, we have to do what we had to do and sometimes what we love to do. But tell us what how you got to where you are now. Well, you know what? I was born a different individual. <laughs> I was going to go with no. I was born a poor white child. But the reality is I grew up um, in a small, small, I'll say small, tiny farming community in the uh, panhandle of Florida, a little town called Tuig. It was so small they had to pipe the sunshine in. Oh, and Lord. then when I was about five, I moved to Ohio, had some of the best quality education really in the nation. I lived about three miles from Wilberforce University in Central State, University, so I had okay. that cultural uh, crucible that just helped to to just uh, get my life on the right trajectory. Went mm-hmm. to a small college uh, there. Everybody, everyone thought I went to Central State, but I went to Urbana for two years. Fell in love, and then had to leave love, and ran away, and moved to Nebraska. Uh, that's where I pledged at. Um, okay. Went to school there, and moved to California. Went to school and completed my my degrees there. I got a degree in accounting and one in business management. All along, ever since the second grade, I've been writing. I wrote mm-hmm. poetry. I, I was just in love with the with the writing process. It was almost like a disease. If mm. I didn't write it down, I felt, you know, sick and ill and diseased. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, fast forward to about twenty to my, well, two thousand and three. I was in a leadership class called called Leadership Southwest, mm-hmm. and the uh, facilitator said. What do you want to do? What, what would you do if failure was not even a possibility? If you could do it and there was nothing, no obstacle, no, no, no barrier, what would you do? And I wrote down, I wanted to write 100 books. 
Mm. And bear in mind, at the time, I had written none. I'd written poetry and stories mm-hmm. and the whole nine yards, like all authors out there have done, just writing yeah. stuff down, stuff all over the place. And you, as a, as a publisher, will agree and understand that a person comes to you with a book in their spirit, and they want to write this book, and they're so excited. And you say, okay, well, send me the uh, the Word document, and we'll work on uh, facilitating it into a, a publication. And they say, well, I don't have it in the Word. It's, it's, it's yeah. written in notebooks. And you just cringe on the inside. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, that's where I was. with no, I, I wasn't even, didn't even, I wasn't computer literate at the time. I was, I was kind of. And we all kind of shied away from computers in the early, like, 19, you know, we just didn't know what, you know, that the computers were going to be so pervasive. Mm-hmm. And I'll breathe because my, one of my coaches says, Johnny, take a deep breath. You can't get it all out in one setting. you got to give them a reason to come back for some more. <laughs> but to make a short story long, I uh, decided, I, I wrote my first book. And it was a disaster. I, I sent it in. I self-published it. It was just a little tiny. It should have been a six by nine. It was like a two by three. The writing was, you needed a microphone. I didn't know what I was doing, but I had a published, I was a published author. And I was so excited. Yes. Fast forward to today. I've uh, written 21 books. Mm-hmm. I've helped another author, another, another 100 plus authors yes. to uh, complete their books. Well, that's so, a 100 uh, right there. But I, I well, love yeah, you go. So I'm keeping it 100. <laughs> yeah, you keep, but I'm not done yet. Yeah, you are not. You just started. But I love what you said because I'm in ed- the field of education, and one thing that a lot of young men uh, like to do, but you know they can't say they like to do, is write. So as yeah. you was going through school, um, did you feel like self-conscious or any backlash? Uh, of teachers or a peer saying, uh, you like to write? Because, you know, boys are supposed to be up doing this and that. <laughs> you know? You know, the funny thing is, uh, I was a unique individual. I have an older brother and, an, and a younger brother. My older brother is uh, crazy. My younger brother is insane. Mm-hmm. So no one messed with me, okay? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so you had to I was able up. to... Uh, yeah, I had you know I I walk in a room and everybody was just kind of like just they let me be I I, I was uh, friends with all the with the with the jocks with the uh, with the brainiacs with the nerds with the stoners with the uh, with the cool smooth you know thinking they playboys everybody white uh, I had more white friends than uh, than most white people have I had more mm-hmm. black you know I was just the guy that could just navigate through every trajectory there was nothing that was taboo to me I could, I could sit down and talk with the teachers. And that gave me the skill to be able to talk with kings and commoners with the, without mm-hmm. losing that touch. I was yeah. able to to get in, in, involved. So, no, I, I got no backlash. Okay. As a matter of fact, in the fifth grade, uh, I would write stories, uh, and that's when they integrated the schools in, this, in, in, in my hometown. So they mm-hmm. sent, sent me to this uh, major white school. I was the only African-American male in most of my classes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would write my stories, and they were really good. And the teacher mm-hmm. would send me to all the other classes and have me read my stories. And she was just so, she was so fast. I, I just charmed my teachers. I, I just, I, I, I was able to, to fit in with everybody. It was wonderful. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Um, awesome that you didn't get backlash. So that takes us now. 
how you said your first book was a disaster. Any author who has self-published more than two books <laughs> knows that the first one is always the practice one, just like the first child. <laughs> There's some things that, yeah. you know, you're like excited child, about that first baby. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? But you know, mm-hmm. there's some things that you did wrong and some things that you could prove on. So mm-hmm. um, now that you're a publisher, and that's how I got into uh, uh, helping other people publish, because I didn't want them <laughs> to have a disaster like my first book, and I wanted to get okay. So I'm not the only uh, one. <laughs> yes, no, that is so. That's how mo- most of my uh, publishing uh, colleagues I know. That's how they got the first one. I'm like, uh, I, I, only reason why I still got my first one because I ordered tons of them, and oh. now it's just like, <laughs> I give them away. now you're trying to give them away and nobody yeah. wants them. Huh? <laughs> yeah, so, um, so your love for writing came at an early age, but you said mm-hmm. you you never written a book until you was in a leadership Southwest class, um. So how did that first book, what was the name of that first book? What's Luck Got to Do With It? What's Luck Got to Do With It? So I bet it was around 91, Teen Turner. Excuse me? Was it about Teen Turner? What's Luck? It was uh, in reference to, uh, to uh, what's the name, uh, not Shaka Khan, but Tina Turner's What's Love what's Got luck? to Do With It. Uh-huh. But Luck was the acronym that said uh, laboring, not not laboring under co- correct knowledge, but let understanding control knowledge. And mm-hmm. it was a, uh, it was an interesting. It was a, it was a story. It was a self help book, and it was a, uh, almost a memoir, all in mm-hmm. one. Uh, wow. And it was, uh, I had written. It was it really it's a book you should read because it's three intricate um, situations involved about a guy. I'm not going to try to tell you the story. But anyway, I sent it off to a. Uh, I had one of my managers read it, and he sent it to a um, to a uh, to a major editor for uh, mm-hmm. a uh, traditionally, you know, publishing company. Mm-hmm. And she said, "Well, Johnny, this is actually three books, and you've got to combine into one. So you might want to uh, extrapolate it and expand on each one." Mm-hmm. And I said, "No, <laughs> that's not what I want. I want. This is my. I want to do it this way." And uh, so I took it and did it my way, and it flopped. And mm-hmm. I, I eventually came back and and did what she told me to do. <laughs> yes. But that's where you you live and learn. Uh, there was no uh, the, the cover was just a pure, stark white, glossy uh, deal with uh, with some tiny black writing on it. Mm-hmm. So the, the the book itself was awesome, but mm-hmm. the construction, the formatting. The uh, mm-hmm. the finished product. You see, they used to say that uh, that people that you don't read a book, tell, you can't read a book, tell a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. But in today's proliferation of publication, mm-hmm. you do read a book by its cover. So a person yes, will look at that cover and decide, I'm going to read it, I'm going to buy it, or not buy it. So if you don't have a, an awesome cover, you might Woo! as well not even publish. Did y'all hear that audience? Oh my goodness! I hope some aspiring authors are listening. Um, who <laughs> were like you, Johnny, <laughs> and me on the first book? I know what I want. I know my vision. Okay, <laughs> listen I to the professor, please. But you are so true because that's me. I'm. I tell people I'm a book lover first, 
And if the cover oh, doesn't yeah. draw me in, I'm not turning on the back. I'm not looking in to see if I'm going to buy it. You got to draw that cover. So tell us. Let's get back to the power of I am. I am magnificent. So we are mm-hmm. in. Today is January 29th. We've been 29 days in 2019. There are a lot of people who have said, you know what, this ain't my year no more. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, already. Call the cops. Uh, they should be whipping and, and, and it, uh, not even good things done for them. Listen, yes. I am. You know, uh, I am enough. Everyone is saying I am enough. Well, you mm-hmm. know what? That's good, but mm-hmm. good is the enemy of great. Yeah. I say I say I am magnificent. magnificent. You know, when I said it, uh, one of my classmates from high school posted on uh, on social media, well, that's a little arrogant. That's a little conceited. And mm-hmm. I said, well, you can, I said, that's, I said, I am magnificent. And if you can't handle it or don't like it, get off my page. Yes. That took confidence <laughs> and courage for me to say that. But let me just say this. I look at the words I am. Now, I wrote mm-hmm. a book in 2015 entitled Aim for 15. Go to Amazon yes. and get it. It's, prob- it's, it's one of the best books I've written. AIM for 15. AIM is an acronym, okay? Mm-hmm. So I look at the word I am, and if you look at the word I am, you can extrapolate the letters and come up with AIM. AIM. Mm-hmm. Okay? Absolutely. And so the I in I am stands for inspiration. Mm. The A stands for aspiration, and the M stands for motivation. So when you say I am, you're inspired, which comes from the inside. The A means that you aspire, which comes from above. And mm-hmm. then the, the, the motivation comes from outside. So sometimes we're, we're motivating the people right now. We're pushing yes. them and giving them a, 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 a surge of energy and power. But the aspiration comes from above. You know, he says he gives us the desires of our heart. In other words, yes. he places desires in our hearts for us to aspire and reach for. And then the yes. inspiration that's placed in our heart is what uh, pushes us to do things from the inside out because that's where the real power comes from, and then we're motivated on a daily basis. So every, every time you say, I am, that mm. means that everything that follows it, you become. So if yes. you say, I am defeated, I am horrible, I am worthless, yeah. I am this, I am that, whatever you say I am, you have to claim it and name it and allow it to become the reality that you want. Because you said it. Because you said it. And do not, like you said, that person said that's arrogant. I was just arrogant to them because he doesn't have the courage to define himself. And so what my big thing was, I am, and it still is, I am magnetically, magnetically phenomenal. And so people okay. know that, that that's me. And people don't understand. It takes, like you said, I am magnificent. People don't understand how much courage, how much self of assessment and awareness you have to do on a daily basis to get centered and know who you are without compromise. Shame. Mm, without compromise. Without compromise. And without apology. Sh- apology. Or, or excuse. Or Sorry, fear. Yes, you, right. See, Tanya, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Go you know, I, uh, abundance is our birthright. Yes. But we settle for crumbs. We settle for lack. And we look up and we see others and we feel like the biggest disease that we're facing in America is the disease of inadequacy, the disease mm-hmm. that says I'm not enough, as, uh, as you so eloquently have always said. But you have to realize that abundance means having enough 
and more. That you are, that, that. So God gives us and places us, gives us dominion so that yes. we can have abundance. So when I say I'm magnificent, that means yes. I'm enough, but I'm more than enough. Because yes. you can't get the more until you realize that you qualify for it, that you that you deserve it, that you are ca- that you that you're capable of it. And then you start operating. The more you speak it and speak yes. it, the more pretty soon it becomes the reality in your life. And that we should be charging for this information we're giving right now because it will change and transform. <laughs> It would shift the trajectory of your life when you, I love what you said, aim. You And that book you said, isn't that's the book you said you take 15 minutes each day, right? Exactly. The first 15 minutes of the day. And the first five, you talk about the aspiration. Yes. The second five, you deal on the inspiration. And the last five, you deal with that motivation so that, that the rest of that day, it's on. Yes. It's just supercharged, and every time you feel like giving up, you just oh no no no. I have an aspiration that I'm looking forward toward today. I have an inspiration that's driving me, and the motivation yes. from. Let's see, look here. We are motivated by other by social media, by negative yes. people. You're motivated yes. by the lack in your life. You're motivated by all these negative things. You're you're motivated by the the, the negative reality, or the positive alternative. Mm. I woke up this morning. You know what the Lord told me? This this is good. Y'all need to t- if you you know take us out there, write this down. I, I I could just say this, drop the mic, and be done. <laughs> Since you are alive, you might as well thrive. Are you say it again, <laughs> Since you are alive, you might as well thrive. You might Why as well. you walk around pitifully poor and broke down and with a bad negative uh, mindset and, and thinking that, that you that you that you need to lose weight or you need to gain weight or you need to do this, that and the other. And since you are alive, you might as well try. Might as well. I'm just so excited now, about that. That just listen. blessed me so good I said, hmm. Go on say it. You need to write that on your wall. But Johnny Mac, let let let's how do people okay, they're listening <laughs> to you the show, they hear you and they inspired. They, they they feel, oh, I can do this. But how important is it not to just hear, not to just write down, but how important is it to be strategic and intentional about reaching your goals? And I'm ter- talking in terms of the fact because a lot of people, I, I just heard of something about separation. When you want something great, you have to be separated, and that's not a negative in isolation. That means separated to prepare for something greater. That is a struggle mm. with many people, isn't it, to go through that separation? Why? Why? Well, why? Well, when you when you well, when we, we read the Bible and we know the Lord has created us and He has all His promises, then we get we, we get into the routineness of life and do, really don't. Why is it so hard for us to break away and do something different? Because you got your foot on the brake. You're trying mm. to go somewhere. But you can't break through with your foot on the brakes. Mm. <laughs> you yeah, gotta, take your foot off the brake and you get your brake through. <laughs> you can't break That's through good. with Listen, your foot I'm, on hey, the brake. I'm gonna I'm gonna send your all your listeners a um a um uh, an envelope for them to put some money in because I'm That's giving right. you all some Cash, stuff right now that's gonna bless you. Give yeah. me a cash. So, yeah, cash app. Cash app. <laughs> ask J Mac. Don't play. <laughs> hey, but listen, this is the deal. 
as I'm coaching my clients, mm-hmm. I found out that uh, over the last four or five years of just dealing with hundreds of different uh, clients, it boils down to, to three things that you really want. And so if, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're serious about it, then that's why you need to take your foot off the brakes so that you can get your breakthrough. And that's this, five, six, seven. Five, six, seven. People want to have five figures a month, six figures a year, in a seven-figure future. Mm-hmm. And so if you, when you're dealing with less than that, then you, you, you feel unfulfilled and frustrated. Mm-hmm. So in order to be able to get that five, six, seven lifestyle, you have to have a five, six, seven mindset, mm-hmm. okay? And so uh, now I'm not even going to – I know that our time is winding down. So <clears throat> I'm a, you know, can, I, can I, I do a shameless plug? Go ahead. We got two minutes. Go ahead, okay. Johnny Mac. I'm hosting a um, – a beta master class starting mm-hmm. March the 4th. So on March 4th, we're going to March 4th and change the trajectory of 10, well, actually 12, 12 people's lives. And mm-hmm. I've already got four people signed up. So this class uh, is called From Course to Completion. And I'm going to talk with you on tomorrow Lord about uh, your part in this class. Say that again. This, course to Completion. It's called From Course to Completion. And this class is going to allow you to be able to start from a blank page and, and be a bestseller in 90 days or less. Actually, it about can happen. Days. It's happening all day long. I just saw yeah. this young man today, Ronald C. Lee, he released his book to number one, Transformation. I'm so proud of him. Mm. But um, if you go to bit.ly forward slash from course, the number two, completion, and, uh, and course, Two and completion are the first letters all capitalized: the C, the uh, the um, and the C. No, uh, the F, the C, and the C. From course to completion. Register for this class. It will. It's going to change people's lives because mm-hmm. they're coming out there with the book. But we're not just going to bring them out with the book. They're going to have the look, so they can have the hook. And we've got some things in place that's going to change people's lives and make you know. So, being a, a best-selling author, a blind dog with a note in his mouth can do it. The pain yeah. point is what next? How do we take that book and leverage it into that five, six, seven lifestyle? Yes. How do we take that book and get five, and turn it into five figures a month, six figures a year, and a seven-figure lifestyle? Yeah. I promise you, it'll bless you real good. So y'all need to. I've only got eight slots left. So Sign up with Johnny Mac. He is he is so true. I I think I'm gonna have like a, a a writer's show because people just think that oh I got a book I'm get it published and I'm gonna put it on Amazon and everybody's gonna buy it. <laughs> Lord, you deceiving yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I tell them. Yeah, I tell them all that. Don't know. Yeah. I'm like who who knows you on Amazon? Nobody. Nobody knows you. Nobody's going to buy your book. You have to, I love, from course to completion, what to do next. And then the, your image, your branding. He is, listen, Johnny Mac, we're going to have you back because a lot of people have to know what comes after the publishing. I got my book, What Next? And you have to be your biggest cheerleader. you got to know that your message is. Unless. You have to be your biggest cheerleader unless you know Tanya White. And she's and you're on her team. <laughs> she's going to lift you up, blow you up, and make you feel. You know, Tanya White is going to tell everybody. 
She gonna tell everybody. She just me. She can't her hold on. She gonna tell everybody. Everybody, I know. I tell my family. Everybody, don't tell me something because it's gonna slip out. God, don't tell me no secrets. <laughs> and you know that comes from when I when I know something good was something good because this world is so depressing. They always want us to think negative, and so you have, like you said, it's a mindset. You have to change the narrative of what you want. So I have yeah. to change the narrative of what people uh, hear from me, and you know, and it is a gift from God because people know if I say it, it, it I don't just say anything just to be saying it. <laughs> okay, you, you say know, it because I, it's real. Uh, it's real, relevant, and what refreshing. Johnny Mac, give <laughs> us your uh, contact information because we, our audience, needs to stay in contact with you. How can we find you on okay, social you media can, and all those good things? All social media, I'm at AskJMac, the letter J, A-S-K-J-M-A-C-K. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, you can reach me at Get Published Successfully mm-hmm. at gmail.com. GPS, that's your roadmap to publishing success. <laughs> and that's then right. uh, the, uh, you can, uh, my, my website is uh, get published successfully.com that's it get published successfully johnny magnificent mac thank you so much for being on the show we're definitely gonna have you back i probably just have to come up with a creative show and call it the johnny mac edition because you have <laughs> magnificent nuggets i am magnificent say it again <laughs> I am magnificent. Yes, I ain't scared to tell are. anybody. Yes. I'm magnificent because I choose to be. And it's Tanya, tell them. They can choose to be whoever or whatever they want to be. But you have yes. to make the choice. Most people are failing because they fail because they don't make a choice. Yes. Or they do make a choice by not making a choice. No, I'm not making a choice. <laughs> On that note, Johnny Mac, we could talk all night because you get some good nuggets. But thank you so much. We're definitely going to have you back. I'm going to put all your information when I, uh, on our social media. Get published successfully, you guys. Get from course to completion. That sounds like a winner. In 90 days, it's possible. Thank you so much, Johnny Mac. I will follow up with Man, you later. It's a, ple- it's, a, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Have an awesome day. You too. Bye-bye. Listen, the power of I am. Cicely came and said the power of love. They're having a love conference. Martha Cooper Hudson then knocked it out. I am uh, enough. And Johnny Magnificent Mac. Oh, it is a choice. Aim, inspiration, aspiration, motivation. Listen, we're getting ready for the doctor from L.A., Dr. Wendy. But listen, I have to take a break, a music break. And she just came on. Dr. Wendy, we going to come on. I got to take a music break because Johnny Mac then, hey, he didn't kick some nuggets worth listening to and we got to meditate on but we're going to take a break then in about four minutes this woman is going to knock y'all off your seat i can't even get i can't even tell you until she come until we come back give us about five minutes i am phenomenal eminem
not impossible to work. So easy, what if it's taught you how to persevere? There ain't no situation that you ever had to respond to this adversity. Messiest thing you've ever gone through is your purse. Yeah, I don't cry like hell, and I might as well hang it up like a self. Gotta keep wrong with it evolving. You can keep throwing it at the wall, but you're gonna find that nothing's gonna stick until you apply yourself. Time to slip in that zone till I find myself inside the realm of the unknown and boldly go in the water where nobody else has gone before. I'm willing to go uncharted, feeling it so calm. I'm feeling myself calm. I'm trying sometimes, I gotta remind myself that I am.
magnetically phenomenal. I'm gonna I'm gonna redo that song. Then I'm gonna come out on stage and sing it. But listen, we got Dr. Wendy. I met her in July in Dallas. Let me tell y'all something. Yeah, y'all seen Beyonce. Y'all seen Rihanna. Y'all ain't seen Dr. Wendy hit the stage and slay. She ain't singing, but she's telling you, try is a lie. She about to kick some real knowledge on real talk with Tanya White for the first but not the last time. Hey, Dr. Wendy. Hey, boo. Hey, Tanya. How you doing, girl? In California weather, man, I don't know whether it's cold, snowing, raining, hot, humid. It's very weather over here is very schizophrenic. It's all over the place. Oh, okay. So we got the same type of weather. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, Doctor Wendy. Listen, before we get into talking and you slay our audience, tell Mm -hmm. us who you are and how you got to where you are now. In a brief Wow. Very brief, very brief. You know what? I'm your everyday girl. You're, I'm your home girl. I, mm-hmm. I'm just the kind of person that just decided that I was just going to do something different. But I'm just like every other woman out there that has a desire and a dream. And so I decided to be a therapist, and that's what I do. You know, I decided to own my own business, and that's what I do. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. Um, I'm a friend, I'm a best friend, I'm a confidant, um, and my story is like many, but, you know, when you take the bull by the horns, your story can be absolutely amazing. Yes. So I am an author as well. So I'm a little yes. bit of everything. And you're a doctor. You, you may not finish the program yet, but I just call you Dr. Wendy because I'm already living in the future. So she's Dr. Wendy, y'all. She is studying again. Yes. yes. Dr. Wendy, listen. January 29th it is. Many people yes, have given up on, you know, mm-hmm. because it's supposed to be a record-breaking year. It's supposed to be some people's year to do extraordinary things. But January 29th, and, you know, hope is lost. Energy is low. Motivation is mm-hmm. almost gone. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is it our goals, our focus, our, you know, energy level so Wish like you say schizophrenic, you know. Yeah. January first, we was like, it's, I'm doing everything. No host box. It's January 29th now. Everybody's back to yeah. the same old thing, same old yeah. people. Why? 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 Give us the whyness. You know, in motivation is a moment, right? Mm. You know, inspiration is just it's a matter of timing. Mm-hmm. But it's about what's behind uh, what's behind you and your desire and your hunger that maintains that motivation and your and your excitement, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we get to the first every year. The first comes. We got twelve months <laughs> to figure out what we're gonna do, and mm-hmm. then we got to start all over again, right? Yep. We're always starting over, right? And people need to understand that starting over is okay. But yeah. when you, you know, now we're here at January 29th and we've slowed down is because what was driving our motivation and our inspiration and that excitement was not strong enough. It wasn't connected to something that we needed to feel that was urgent and an emergency. Mm-hmm. It was just an emotion. Mm-hmm. And emotions do fade. Emotions. As we are fading right now, yeah. Yes, emotions fade. What changes something from emotion, you know, I, I can do this, I'm going to do this, to, you know, 
unexplainable determination that I am going to receive results. Even the smallest ones I'm going to celebrate. What's that? Is it just internal or what? What? Absolutely, it is internal. You're absolutely correct. And this is what I do. This is what I love to do. I'm, I am the number one goal expert strategist on this planet. I am. That's, That's right. just what Y'all I do. That? I live Dr. it. Wendy. Yes, I am. I am the number one goal strategist expert on this, stra- on this planet. I am. Why? Because goals give me motivation. Goals give me inspiration. Remember what I said. It's about what's driving me. I don't feel goals. I am goals. I am accomplishing everything that I'm doing. And I hope somebody catch that. Is that you don't want to feel a goal. You are the goal, right? Mm, And so you already got to see your end as you're starting. And so, you know, I talk to people about being bold, about being Mm -hmm. bold and intentional, you know. And so if you break down bold, you know, the the letter B, being brave, you know, Mm -hmm. you got to get ready to stay ready. You can't (laughs) just be out here. Come on, say it again. You got to get ready to stay ready ready. because if you don't prepare yourself for what it is to come, when the time does come, because it always does, Mm -hmm. you'll never be able to get there. And folks got to be optimistic. That's your O. What's your your wow factor is your O. Being optimistic, being confident and hopeful. See, I always tell people that I don't believe in the future anymore. And I know you're probably Mm going to be like, what did you tell much? You don't believe in the Mm -hmm. future. I don't. You know why? Because my future is right now. I'm right living now. my future right now. Because think about it. Yes. The future. The future. Come, come on now. Let me check. Go yes. ahead, Dr. Wiggins. Yes, yes. The future is always going to be far away. Mm-hmm. That's why we have the word future. It is mm-hmm. not supposed to come yet. It mm-hmm. is the things that are hoped for. Right. But it's not supposed to come yet. So I don't want people to say I'm looking towards my future. No, look towards your right now. If you say if I wanted to say I want to be a future speaker. Mm. okay, but what am I doing right now to get to that future? Well, I got to start speaking now to be that amazing speaker in the future, like a Les Brown, Lisa Nichols, Cheryl, all of those people. You see what I'm saying? But and, if I don't see myself already on audience. the stage. You may not have people in there. You may have to speak in the mirror and act like you're speaking to 10,000, right, before you get absolutely. there. Absolutely. You know, my first speaking engagement, my first speaking engagement to, was to a bunch of five-year-olds. Uh-huh. Oh, those, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of hard. Five-year-olds. Five, yeah. Absolutely. You know, how, you know, like, how was I doing? I was doing horribly. But you know what? They were willing to listen to me because I kept their attention. Yeah. If you can teach, if you can keep the attention of some five year olds, you can yes. keep the attention of two thousand, three thousand, five thousand, sixty five thousand people, right? Yes, you can. And you can. And it's about leverage. That's the L in bold. Mm. Being powerful. I had to learn how to be a powerful person in my own right to achieve the ultimate outco- outcomes. Mm-hmm. This is why people are dying inside. Oof. Is because they are not leveraging their power of influence. Mm. And then lastly, D, being determined, non-negotiable and intentional. Non-negotiable and intentional. And intentional. Let's go back to leverage. That is one of my life's words. Because Mm. 
um, we all have a circle of influence. And people mm-hmm. think that knowing lots of people makes you have an influence. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. the number of people you know. It's the quality right. of how you right. treat the people that you know. And so right. one thing I do when I when I have clients and and I talk about branding as a lifestyle, you just it's not a, mm-hmm. not something you got to be who you are in real life. Right. But when you say leverage, I know a lot of people mm-hmm. when I start out with my clients are like, "Okay, let's talk about this. who's in your circle." I don't know nobody. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to need you to start knowing somebody. <laughs> Cuz they we always say that we don't know people, we co- but you do. You do. We right. have a, a, a circle of influence and a leveraging power that we can use. But so I'm getting to my question is, why do people uh, think that they don't have any leverage? Because we have gotten away. I love technology. I'm a technology geek. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm all about digital. But digital has taken us away from the belly-to-belly authentic yeah type of communication yeah the reason why you and i connected we did not connect over phone you and i did not connect via text message you and i did not connect over social media we connected because we sat down next to each other yeah and had a conversation yeah yeah it is that we've lost the art it's that it's that simple talk to me Yeah, talk to people. People, people say, Tanya, you know how to pull. No, I'm not pulling on that. I'm simply talking to you and asking you questions. And and I love what you said. We've lost that art because everything is text. Everything is, you know, let me send it through uh, uh, social media. And I tell my my really close friends and family, don't be texting me. You better either pick up and call me. Don't text me. Right. Because we have a relationship. Don't text me right. what you're doing. Call me. <laughs> I'm not gonna text you back. Cause I'm. But you're right. We've lost that art of face-to-face communication. And I, Tanya yeah. has her theories. I go into counseling mode all the time myself. But don't you think it's because some so many of us are wearing masks that we rather sit behind technology instead of being face-to-face. Mm-hmm. I'm, that's just something I'm going to throw out to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, what has happened with social media, it's, it has allowed us to not put in the effort to improve who we are and oh. to be okay with who we are. So we get to hide, like you said, we get to hide behind the screen, behind the text messaging, behind the different posts, because if you actually see me, if you actually connected with my eyes, you will see who I really am and not who I want you to see me to be or that I hope for, you know, because I can't get there or I won't get there or or whatever the situation may be. So we use it, like you said, as a mask. And so we're hiding. And the more and more we tend to hide, the more and more we tend to hide from people, the more we tend to lose who we are. Oh. And I find that um, social media is now the new therapist. And people are literally just throwing their business out there, right? I'm not oh, saying, yeah. you know, you know, pray for me, you know, or family or congratulate. I'm not talking about that. But when you got marriages, when you got relationships, yeah. when you got business partner relationships, friendships, basically, if you got any type of ship happening, okay, and there's mm-hmm. a bunch of people on it, 
okay? Mm-hmm. If it's more than one, there's a lot of people in the relationship. So what happens is, is that people just want to throw out these darts just mm-hmm. to see which one is going to hit for somebody mm-hmm. to respond because they're lonely. Oh. And so when we hot people are lonely and they use yes. social media to, social media to connect but also social media to pray. To pray. Ooh, Dr. Yes. Wendy. L- listen, yeah. I want to go to what you said. I've said this. I think I talked about this in something mm-hmm. that we can be uh around a lot of people and still mm-hmm. be lonely. We can yeah. I know people who call and say, oh, I've known this person 30, 40 years, but they don't know you. You you are right. visibly invisible to them because mm-hmm. we don't want to take off that mask and be vulnerable anymore. And Absolutely. I believe, like, people want to throw out, uh, you know, be on social media and just throw those darts, as you said, because it goes back, we don't want to deal with who we are. It's, it's yeah. you know, it's, People think it's easier just to live the superficial type of life. It is not. It's very hard mm-hmm. because what you're dealing with is loneliness, and that turns into mm-hmm. resentment. Then resentment can mm-hmm. turn into jealousy, all those other mm-hmm. negative things. And all you have to do is deal with you, set those goals that you said, be brave, be optimistic, yeah. leverage, and be leverage, determined. determined, yes. Non-negotiables. Why is it so hard mm-hmm. for us to live by non-negotiables, Dr. Wendy? Because when we have to, people are people are people struggle to make a commitment <laughs> because now you're accountable. That, that's, oh, that a, other, that that a word. Com- I love it. That accountable and commitment. A and C. Those mm-hmm. two letters. I mean, you if the people can turn those into cuss words, they will. Mm-hmm. People struggle with commitment and accountability yes. to themselves. They can commit and be accountable sometimes to other people if there's money involved, right? Yeah. That's called being employed, okay? Being employed, okay? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> if you, but if you are, if you are accountable, if you are, if you're making yourself accountable to yourself and you're committed to yourself, and you can only give yourself praise, you can only do the effort. It, everything has to come from you. This is where people begin to lose momentum and back again to what you said. It is January 29th, and the fireworks are gone. Mm-hmm. Because the commitment and the accountability to ourselves died in day two. It didn't die day one. It didn't even die January 29th. It mm-hmm. died by the end of January 1. Mm. Because people... They are afraid to commit to something they don't have the belief that they can do. If you're not optimistic, if you're not confident and hopeful in your goals and your dreams, let's go just go something really simple. I'm going to start a new business. Everybody want to start a new business when they want to, you know, the new year, right, Mm -hmm. other Mm -hmm. than lose weight or what have you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to start a new business and you're hopeful about that and you're, you're saying that, see, you're saying it at the end of 2018, mm-hmm. you, you know, January 1, you're all about it, right? You're going to these vision board parties. you got vision boards all up on the wall. But mm-hmm. as soon as it's time to execute, as soon as it's time, it's time to be concise and clear and have uh-huh. compelling goals to be sitting in front of you, I hope somebody wrote that down and they're listening. Yes, I hope concise, they got some clear, That's exactly what I was going to say. Concise, clear and have compelling goals, powerful mm-hmm. goals, then people tend to lose momentum. 
And in all of that says what? It's having a mentor, having a coach Come to cheer you on, to, cle- to, to give you, to, get, to lead that. Because I know that's what you do with your clients. You mm-hmm. lend out your hand like you did with me. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you gave me your hand. And you said, mm-hmm. let, me, let me walk you through this thing. And not mm-hmm. everybody is, it has that type of person that can walk them through it. And then mm-hmm. you got those that know everything. Right. Oh, and they're Lord. too busy knowing know everything. Yeah, you know, we got those people that know everything. They got an opinion for every bank account in the world, but they have nothing to put it in. Okay. Jesus. And so, come on, let them use you. So, yeah, I know it, it, you know, it's just something. It's just something about people and opinions that po. You know, I really want to say bo, but yeah. that po people and opinions can really keep you broken. Yeah. Right. And so we need to really understand that if you don't have, if you're not bold, if you're not brave, optimistic, if you're not leveraging your powerful influence, if you're not determined, non-negotiable, be intentional, be on fire just about who you are, your goals will mean nothing. Your goals will mean nothing. It goes back to being who you are. And see, people, you know, I know like you, they say, oh, Doc, Wendy, you you got your own business, you in school to be... They don't understand, first of all, the journey it took you to get there. And I hope people, yeah. oh, look, I heard it at, 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 at Run. Your story is mm-hmm. amazing. Um, Thank you. But it does, people don't know the journey, the people that you had to block out, those distorted mem- mm-hmm. mirrors that you had to throw mm-hmm. in the garbage. And you can, And I know for me, every level, there's a discernment and then an unveiling of who can be with me in my inner circle, right. Right. and who I have to put in the balcony. And so right. I have to put out the building. Doesn't yeah. mean I don't love you, but right. for this performance, you you can't handle it because you're not willing to put right. price. So we have to go back to those non-negotiables and knowing who you are. Being what? Clear, concise, and what? What goes? Have compelling goals. Compelling goals. goals, yes. Compelling goals. Yes. It goes back. You Compelling have to know. Goals. People, Tanya, how you do? Wendy, how you do what you do? I Well, I, first of all, I know what I want. And I, I don't, yeah. I, I know you don't set no low-level goals. They're, no. they're high. They're high. Yeah. Because, I, like, like, like you said, I need something to reach for. If I don't have a clear vision or anything to reach for, I get bored. Boredom yes. leads me to some some bad decisions <laughs> and some bad behaviors. You know? Yes. So I yes. have to have those lofty goals. I have to get a mentor. I have to reach out. I have to surround myself with like-minded people who are going to hold me accountable, who are going to push me to unleash another level of braveness and determination and optimism. Yes. And that can be scary to people, right? Yes. Yes, it can. It absolutely can. And that's okay. You, I want you to be scared. 
Right. I need every list. I see. You know, when I when I was in school, you know, being in school for me was fun, but also was very challenging, especially mm-hmm. with somebody like me who have a learning disability, I have some slow process learning, expressive learning disorder, and a slight form of dyslexia. So I'm very disorganized in my thinking when it comes mm-hmm. on paper. But when mm-hmm. you hear me speak, it's an invisible disability; you can't see it, right? Mm-hmm. And so when my when my social worker at, and surprisingly enough, I'm a social worker, and so when my social worker at my high school told me that I was I was a cute girl. And I had a nice body, and you know, yeah, I'm I'm okay. But going to college, you know, I shouldn't dare even go to college because mm. I wasn't smart enough. Mm-hmm. She said I wasn't mm. smart enough to go to college, but I was good enough to get pregnant by some man who was going to take care of me. Talk oh, wow. about amazing goals, right? Amazing. So that's the goal for my that you have for my life. That's your amazing goal for my life. I'm being sarcastic, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, okay. And what was and what was it about that whole process was I was so afraid of the thing that she was saying to me that I needed to go out and do something because I was determined not to live out her story of me. Yes. Somebody like Les Brown, somebody else's opinion. Right. Someone else's opinion is opinion of you is not your story. Les Brown says that all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was so scared to live that dream. I propelled myself and been propelling myself to ensure that I don't live the opinions of other people. So I want people to get so scared that if they don't go for what they truly desire, no matter what, being non-negotiable, being intentional, and going for it and pushing for it, that you're so, if you don't do this, everything around you and everyone that's counting on you will fail. Yes. I need you to everyone, get that scared. Yeah. That scared. That Absolutely. somebody's life. Yes. Somebody's very life is in your hands mm-hmm. of you doing what you are supposed to be doing because they're going to be inspired by you. Dr. Wendy, you're coming back in a couple of weeks. So, but tell us in about 10 seconds how we can okay. find that momentum again. How we can definitely find it. First of all, find out your why. So you know what you want. Mm-hmm. And people say find out, what you, find out what your why is. Your why has to be so strong that you will be too afraid to not, you know, live out your goals. And lastly, really quickly, you got to know what you want mm-hmm. and know it in detail. Be yes. specific, be detailed-oriented about mm-hmm. the things that come out of your mouth and don't yes. let anyone ever question what you said because you're so clear and you're so concise because your goals are so compelling. They have no question to know exactly where it is that you're going. Yes. That's how you can get there. That's how you can get it back, and that's how you can make your year, the rest of this year, absolutely phenomenal. Tell us how we can uh, stay in contact you, t- contact with you. That's okay. Yes, absolutely. You can stay in contact with me. I am on Instagram and Facebook under Wendy uh, Tally and LCSW, LCSW, Licensed Clinical Social Worker. You can definitely find me on Facebook and Instagram. I am also the co-founder and visionary of Black Speakers Rock. Everyone can get in contact with me through there. And go on Black Speakers Rock because I've got something juicy coming up next month, and I can't oh. wait for your listeners to find out about that Oh, one. yes. She's going to be back in two weeks, y'all, talking about rather spice it up. Yeah, in the bedroom, boo. Yeah, you've been married for years. Because we need yes. to thank you, Dr. Wendy. You are my Beyonce when it comes to speakers, honey. Don't let them. Honey, y'all oh, better follow Dr. You. Wendy. She is rocking it. 
uh, I will follow up with you later, and we will yes. have you back in two weeks, honey. Two and two. All right, then. Have a great rest of the day. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Listen, Real Talk, The Power of I Am, phenomenal show. Sicily, The Power of Saying I Am Love. Uh, Martha Cooper Hudson, The Power of Saying I Am Enough. Johnny Mac, I Am Magnificent. It is a choice. Aim for it. Inspiration, aspiration, motivation. Dr. Wendy said, be bold, be brave, be optimistic, leverage your resources, and be determined. Listen, the only person that can take your power away is you. You, by who you listen to, by not being focused, by not believing who God created you to be. God said you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That means you are enough, you are magnificent, all those positive words. Believe it, say it, live it, embrace it, and then share it with others. I love you guys. We will be back next week. It's February. I can't believe it, and it's all about love. We're going to close today, The Power of I Am. This song says unstoppable, so you've got to say I am unstoppable if you want a record-breaking year. I love you guys. Keep it real. There's a moment in your bones when, when the fire takes over. Blood is running, heart is pumping as the battle gets closer. Just a few for 